welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am joined by... Jay Lit the Kid, what it do? What is going on, everyone? We've got a special one for you. We are live. Jordan, wait, wave to all of our, our of our lovely listeners. Well, that that was for Mike. I was like making sure Mike, this is our first big production. You, yeah, Mike needs to be on top of stuff. You never know with the kid. At, at, thank you. It's always a mixed bag. I don't know if I'm about to get you know a James Harden game from last night. You know, or if I'm just getting that that Jimmy Butler uh, situation, forty points men. We are excited to bring you this first ever. Friday happy hour podcast. We're here. We're drinking. We're getting the weekend started. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. 99 bottles of beer. Take one down. Pass it around. 98 bottles of beer on the wall. Not, no, no. Did you ever do that? We did that very, like, quite often on our uh, bus rides to baseball games in high school. Absolutely. That is just a perfect slice of Americana right there, right? Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? On the way to a baseball game. I like to think, I would say at summer camp when we were on the bus, but I'm not, I, I feel like they might call me out, any of them watching right now, that I've act, we've actually never done that. But I I feel like we have. The, the thing that's like cool about the 99 beer, bottles of beer in the wall song is it's only it's only sung by people of, of un, that are underage. So and that's what makes it fun because you're like the adults are in the room are allowing us to, you know, sing this song about drinking beer and we don't drink beer at all. So you're 21 and you're going to the bar with your legal ID for the first time. And he's like, all right, give me your ID. All right, give me your old ID. He breaks that one in half for you. And he's like, and you're like, what? And he's like, also, you got to give me your yeah. hundred uh, yeah. beers on the wall card. You can't sing it anymore. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Like you're done now. Yeah. Okay. Um, we've got a cowboy steak of an episode for you um, we, with a side, with a side of a nice veggie medley. Okay. And, I like that. Because um, we're going heavy with the steak. Let's try to mix a little bit of greens in there. Yeah. And, okay. And, and, and I think we're going to tell the waiter or waitress, uh, you know what? Hold the loaded baker. Yeah, we don't need that. And um, I will just take a house salad with your finest vinaigrette. It, I'm a, I'm, I just love any vinaigrette. If you put the word vinaigrette at the end of it, I love it. That does it for you? That yeah. moves your monkey? A balsamic, a raspberry, I'm in. I um, I go the other way, and I go, give me your finest house Caesar. Okay. I'm a I Caesar I thought you were going to say, you know what people that disgust me mm. when they get the house out and they, they want ranch dressing as they're dressing for the salad? Like that, I think the world has evolved. Where ranch used to be a thing on salads. I think that's where it started. It was definitely like in the 70s. Yeah. Where they're like, you know, buy this giant tub of mayonnaise. Right. And then also put ranch on your salad. Right. And then now with the, you know, the advent of like, you know, wings and pizza 
you know, ranch is really just taking over the condiment game for appetizers and whatnot. I remember when honey mustard used to be like a sauce on on uh, yeah at, on, on, on salad. salads. Yeah, yeah. At yes. the restaurant I worked at, the one option was a honey mustard sauce. There are there are salad dressings that are. In, they are dying business and uh, honey mustard's in there. Stock down on both. We French can agree. dressing is on there. I think French dressing. I think that I think yeah, French dressing. They're making French dressing still. They, uh, that was a thing that you know was was always an option on the menu. Mm. You know, I think that's a dying dressing now as well. I don't think I've ever had that on a salad. Do you know what color it is? White. You racist piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pink. Pink? I think so. That's the Russian dressing that we're now calling Ukrainian dressing. You know we're doing that now, right? Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. The, look, we what have we brought... we doing, like, the French fries, the freedom fries? Yeah. So, like Biden, you that. have not sanctioned them harshly enough. We're about to Right put... now, I am bequeathing that Russian on. dressing is now Ukrainian dressing. That's what we're doing now. We're uplifting and, the people. Yes. There's no more Russian dressing. It's called Ukrainian dressing. Yeah, the federal aid is okay, but honestly, you guys don't have a sauce. You don't. Not now, anymore. Now you're in the game. Now it's going to hit you where it hurts. There you go. We're going to... We got to, we're, we're, you know, I think Biden, we're trying to slowly cancel Russia and they're making it a little hard. Yeah. You know? They got their they're tentacles around hard. us from before, you know? We got the, uh. It does feel we got, like we got, we're. Look, look, I mean, we got the cooler right here, man. It's yeah. It's like, we're doing a thing. Yeah. It's, um, you know, this kind of harkens back, I feel like, to COVID days when you would pop on the ones and twos yeah. right at five o'clock. And yes. I felt like that was a very fun Instagram Friday night drinking mm. music centric experience. And I feel like that's where that 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 was the seeds that were sowed that created this. Yes. Let us know if you like this, too. You know, if it's if it's dumb, and it doesn't it doesn't move your monkey. You know, hey, we'll, we'll back off. This has to move your monkey, though. It has to. I need it to. I need this to work. I need it to. I've bet everything I have on this. Um, so uh, yeah, we, we're we're recording on a Friday. We uh, we had some we had some scheduling stuff. Jordan's uh, air conditioning broke. Woo! So he had to like man up, you know. And he didn't do. He didn't call, you know, Terry's AC Co. He did it himself. What? Well, no, no, no. I look. As you go, as you grow older, I was gonna give it to you. Something that makes you get off. Also, we I know we talked about this recently is having a guy. Yes, having a guy and whatever that thing is, you know, that always makes it that much better. And you get off a little bit when you can say, no, 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 guys, guys, I, I got, got this. I got a guy. I have a guy. You need a you need a you need a plumber. You need a guy for you need an electric. You need you need a everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, you you can you can literally have a guy in anything. There's always it's always good to have a guy at your favorite bar. Right. You know, wherever you go, you kind of just need a guy. You should always have a guy. I need a guy when I'm sleeping. Yeah. You know, not a girl. I don't know. Mm. You know. Yeah. Your boy's out here now. Did you? Oh, speaking of which. I texted you multiple times in the last week and a half. Have you set up the Bumble account? Bumble account is set up. Picks are picked. Picks are picked. How do we feel? What's our confidence? Zero. I'm a piece of dog shit. 
10, uh, I'm feeling like the Playboy Mansion. Where are you on your, what number, how, what's your confidence level? Well, as you know, I am one of the most like, you know, confident, keep doing that with your hands. Yeah, I'm, but I'm waiting to kind of feel out where you're going with this. Uh, you know, I, I'm a very confident, I'm extra, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm like that. But when picking picks and when putting this profile together, it was a little dicey for Alex. But in the end, we're at a 10. Oh? I think we're at a 10. Okay. Now, the Bumble, the app will, will let, let me know if I am actually at a 10. But uh, based on that, you're based, just going to, we're going to get some results. We're going to see some results. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the Bumble is live and direct. It's holding me completely accountable, which is, uh, you know, very stressful for me. Is it? Yeah, because... But th see, this is to me like... This is like... To me, what stresses me out, like, for example, when I have to go physically, you know, give someone the money, I'm doing the work. Right now, you got... You've invested that money, and it's out there floating around. It's 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 throwing game while mm. you're not even there. Yeah. So that's like, you know, a good investment that it's going to bring back dividends, I um, think. Yeah, yes. So it's not like you're having to go out and well, it's it's, you know, you got your it, the the stressful thing that I'm talking about as and as you know, we speak all the time on this podcast is my really lackluster mm. um uh in 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 the texting back game. Oh, you're the worst. Yeah, I'm you're, really. Well, I really won't say bad. you're the worst because there's probably someone out there that I've known. There's only one person he, I know that's worse than me, and it's Chris Cody. He is not great, but you are easily top three on my list of of bad texters. So bad. Yeah, but easily. The, but the Bumble is it keeps me accountable because you got to reply back. You got to like. Yeah, you know, you gotta show the interest. You gotta be, you gotta be witty. You gotta be funny. You gotta, you know, you gotta have your quips and shit. You know, which I think I'm pretty good at that. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, yeah, you're good on that. Yeah. Okay. And they ask you things too, and they and I was so glad they asked the that you put it on your profile. What's your pros and your cons of yourself? Yeah. Okay, cons. I put my mouth. Yeah. For both. Yes. For both, right? Yes. It's number one and it's, it's number one. Yeah. On both like, lists. My mouth is like, my, my, my gift of gab is stupid. It'll get you into things and it'll get you out of things. Yeah. Very quickly on both. On both. You know? Correct. So, yeah. So we're, 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 we're on there. We're in there. Yes. We're in there. I okay. May or, I may or may not, uh, you know, already have a date lined up, you know? Bury the lead. I do. You... Uh, Alex has been getting, and this is really something that is, um, the genesis of this problem has, is, is the podcast now, it's, but it's, neither it's... one of us want to ever tell anything to either one of us unless the mics are hot. Yeah. Like, it's... why wouldn't you have told me that when I walked in, you didn't tell me about your voodoo Lily that's flowering, which, you know, I get a boner for, and you could have told me mm -hmm. you chose not to knowing that I was going to look at it as soon as I come over. Yep. And then you, I asked if Bumble's set up. It's not set up. Now it's set up, and all of a sudden you got a date already. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm in there. I'm, I'm trying. I like this. Yes. I like Alex with a little effort. Yes. Okay. So let's yeah. see. 
Let's see. You'll, I guess you'll only be updating me and the podcast on this because that's the only time I'll know what happened. Yeah, well, I, I was reluctant to even bring it up on the podcast because I was like, well, I don't want to, like, you know, turn this, you know, this Bumble venture, this, this, this you know, Alex looking for love into, you know, a content machine. You know, so depending mm. on... Well, do you want to have her on the next episode? Uh, Yes. Maybe break down the date, maybe write, maybe First like, date, maybe. Do you want to do it uh, next week with me there? I'll watch. Well, that, uh, that, oh, and that reminds me too, and we'll do a live here on air, because um, we usually, we've been, you know, we, we, we were doing Tuesdays, but we're on recording on Tuesdays, and we've kind of gone back to Mondays now. Uh, I cannot do Tuesday next week. Okay. Why? You, date night. Oh! Okay. So we got to record on Can Monday. We, okay. Uh, I don't want to know anything else, but I will be texting you eight different times Tuesday night. Yes. At, at what would be an appropriate time for a date to occur. I'll FaceTime you when I go to the bathroom. That would be great. Uh, speaking of FaceTiming, let's get um, let's open it, open the janitor's closet and, and get to this because I have I have a bone to pick with you on something coming up. But let's do let's open the janitor's closet now and let's start there. Okay. Um, I well I talked I, I, before you get into Krongbin. Yes. I want to do a mini because I saw I, I saw Krongbin. Yes. This week. Yes. This weekend. Um, so I want to do just a, just a little quick one before. Yeah, I, give me that. Lay it in. Wow. Yeah, bro. One of the best concerts I've been in a long time. Really? Why? Absolutely amazing. Um, they, you know, as you know now, and as the the listeners know, you know the type of music that it is. It's instrumental. It's surf rocky. You know, there's no vocals. You know, it's it's a, a bit down tempo. Yes. You know, bass-driven, you know, style of music. These guys hyped up all their songs by, like, 10 BPMs, and it was an absolute... They had two disco balls. It was a fucking dance fest. Dude. Really? It was amazing. And they do... They did... They did... Uh, they did this medley, and I thought of you immediately. They did this medley of G-Funk, West Coast rap instrumentals. Like, they went, like... Warring G regulators into like Dre Day, into like, you know, Tupac, like all instrumental though. Like, wow. It, it was sick. Such a great show. It was, I, I, I was, I, I was so happy. Like, so no one sang basically the whole show? No. I mean, really? they, they have a couple songs where they're like, you know, that's life, you know, you know, they yeah. have like little things like that, but no, they're, yeah, no. And that, uh, in itself right there for you to be because and, and that is I don't want to call it one of the drawbacks to, to Krungbin right Krungbin? yes yes Krungbin is that it is a little bit slow tempo yeah it is definitely a mood it's a vibe um you can't really you know that's not gonna you're not be putting it on like at that's the party. not yeah you're not playing exactly you're not like, playing that at the party it's definitely one of those bands where you're not like you have to pick and choose like your friend who you like Hey, you should check this band out too, because like they could easily. There's there's intricacies of their music that people I think are very much a fan of music in general, like them. Yeah, and um, you know, so listening to them, I'd heard a lot of their stuff already, 
Um, so what do you think? I, I love it, but it's one of those things for sure where, like, for example, uh, with Thievery Corporation, great early morning, great working music, stuff like that. Their stuff's perfect. Yeah. Or like, you know, you're you're by the water, cruising on the boat, perfect music. Yeah. But once again, it's not going to be your party music. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, but of their stuff, I think for sure, the Gary Clark Jr. collab is probably yeah, yeah, my I, favorite. Yeah. The song, I don't know if you actually put it on the playlist, but the song Midnight on the Texas Sun album uh-huh. is my favorite song. Like probably the instrumental and Gary yeah. Clark Jr.'s vocals. Yeah. Both of them, it's kind of like the That's thing that... That's that Texas marriage, man. It's exactly. It's exactly that of the best of both worlds coming together to make something super cool. Um, and if you haven't heard them or don't know about them, definitely go check them out. Peacocks in Music, it's on Spotify. Yep. It's, I mean, the playlist is just, I mean, it's dumb. It's, it's just thick. dumb. It's thick with three C's, no K. Yeah. Um, and we're up over like 200 hours easily, I think, yeah. of just content and music on there. And there's just so many tidbits. If you haven't already uh, picked it to the bone, I recommend that highly. Yes, 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 yes. So. Um, uh, 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 are you good? Are we yeah, good? I think I think um, I think we can close that that part of the janitor's closet. We and, gotta get uh, it out. Yeah, but uh, uh, as I as we were talking about earlier, very foreboding. Uh, let's get into Nuck if you puck. So. Uh, Nuck if you puck is you know our little is our hockey segment. I want to I want to laugh at myself real real quick. Okay, you see this guy? Yes. Now you too are, small. You you uh, Alex didn't you know I you know your boy's a hockey fan. He's yeah, a, he's a real life hockey fan. Mm-hmm. You know he's about that life. My seeds are growing. You have a very well established plant of and, hockey, and uh, you know your boys got tickets to all all the home games for yep. the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And uh. The tradition down here for people that don't know our out of town uh, listeners, you know, the Panthers when they win they throw rats on the ice. Yes, and uh, goes back to uh, Scott Mellenby, you know, back in '96 when the Panthers won the cup, when they were in the playoffs. Uh, Scott Mellenby was a rat in the locker room, and Scott Mellenby, uh, he, he he gave he, it a quick a quick wrister, he right? Gave it, he gave it a little wrister, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and you know and and and, and took care of that took care of that rat. And then it just be you know it became a thing. So your boy was like, "All right, let's get ready for the playoffs." Yeah. Um. Let's go on Amazon. Yep. Let's get some rats. Where everyone goes for your for boy. Rats. He just he you know he didn't read the dimensions. You went straight to the buy it now. No, just raw dog. Didn't look at anything. This is a this is a mouse. Now I thought when I first saw it when I came in here I didn't say anything to you because I wa- I knew we were gonna knuck if you puck, but. I thought maybe you were doing the thing of, I I know I need to bring this into the stadium. I don't want them to know that I have the rat, so I'm buying a small rat because I know that will fit. Yeah, no. So and and and, and check the weight on this. Check the weight on that. Now this isn't going anywhere. Now where I'm sitting, I mean, you know, your boy, you know, the podcast is doing well, but yeah. your boys, I'm sitting in the three hundreds. Yeah, I'm up top. Yeah. So, and, you know, you know, I, I've been known, you know, the well-fed boy's been known to have a well-fed arm. He's, you know, he's thrown, you know, some baseballs around at a time or two. 
It's it is I think well known locally here as well as the greater I have an absolute the, lock, rocket launcher. The greater Jacksonville area that yeah, you do you you got a chooch on you. So I so those came in, I was a little worried. Um so what I've been doing uh is I've been I did a, doing a little surgery. I take the razor blade, I open up the belly of that bad boy. Yeah. Stuff it full of rocks. That's what you're doing. That's what I've been doing. You, before a game, before an NHL game, knowingly uh, made an incision into a rat, added rocks for weight, and then somehow sealed it back up? No seal. No seal. No. Yeah, no kiss from a rose. So... It's just rocks. I tried to plow through that one. You gonna plow through that one? I tried to plow through it. Yeah. I mean, what do I do with that dead body in front of my car? I gotta move it. It's dead seal, man. So no seal on it, and rocks. I'm guessing are just coming out into your pocket during the game. Um. Now I said you're thinking pebbles. I'm 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 going out and I'm finding the perfect rock. Uno rock that fits into the belly. Okay. And it's been working. Uh, last game, your boy, right off the shoulder. Hit the guy right off the shoulder. Yeah? Oh, my God, yeah. Wow. Oh, I, yeah. Um, I'm, I, so, I think a lot. the top rope. A lesser man would have just gotten this and probably either returned it and got a different size or just said, like, I'm not going to do it. This isn't going to work. But my man's went out front and basically rock stuffed his rat so that he could make the journey to the ice. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I'm trying to put some dents in that ice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't. Feel, you didn't feel the dents. It's it's, it's our you, favorite. I can't plow through that too. It's our favorite scene from Bad Boys when La, Mike Lowry when when Martin Martin and, and Lawrence Will, no Martin Lawrence is Mike Lowry in this is situation is well Mike Lowry and he's got the the hooker yes. at his bed and what did he say what did she say something about the bed right well no she gets up the next day because he gives her the bedroom he's a gentleman and then the next morning. Uh, they're at Will Smith's apartment, and it's a bunch of pictures of Will and Martin all over the, yeah. of the apartment. And she says she pretty much insinuates oh, that like, he's him gay. Being gay. Yeah. And then like Martin's like na 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 na. And then he was like, remember he goes, he goes, yo, you slept in the bed last night. You didn't feel the dents. There you go. He goes, that's, that's all me. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't feel the dents. You didn't feel the dents. And it's very. He says it kind of like. Low key yeah. under the radar, yeah, which is the best part. And and so, so so for you guys out there, um, you know, if you're, you know, if if your fuck style is buck wild, mm. then that means that you have a secondary business open, and that secondary business is the dent removal company, and it's only located the HQ is located in your bedroom. Love that, yeah, love that. That's an LLC. Um, so let's get back to Nuck a few puck. Um, we have a big game in about <laughs> about an hour and a half, right? <laughs> yep. And um, so it it became apparent to me listening to Leb this week that um, the so the Panthers have I'm a, you know I'm a new fan I'm new to the team but I'm on the team. It's all good. Have my shirt. Mm-hmm. Went to the game a couple weeks ago. Yep. Um, but so. I just learned the Panthers have never actually won an, a, a playoff series ever. 
Uh, not since uh, when they won it all. Not not in over twenty years. Not since 96. so ninety six they won. I think it's about they won it, the 25? Stanley Cup though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So we have a big game tonight. They haven't been past the first round in like twenty six or some in shit like, like that. Twenty two years. They haven't led a. This is the first time they've led a series in over ten years. Okay. So we. This is. This is like Dolphins misery, and uh, tonight we could win and take this to the second round. Tonight we are going to win. We are going to win. Yeah. Uh, we're going to both be putting a little juice on it, I can tell you that. Okay. And um, Knock a Few Puck will be continuing uh, to ride these 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 playoffs that we're having down here. It's been, these, it's been great dude. having the alternating Heat-Panthers uh, game. Well, it was wild, too. I don't know if you noticed, over the weekend... The Heat and the Panthers lost every game. Yeah. And then Not as soon weekend. as Monday started, win, Tuesday, win, Wednesday, win, Thursday, win. You know what I mean? Yeah. See where I'm going? Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, the Heat so, locked it up last night, so the Panthers yep. got to do it tonight. Yep. And and tonight we get to see Milwaukee versus the Celtics to see who gets to play the Heat. Uh, if Milwaukee wins, we already know who it is. Let's go. We don't even care. Let's go. You know? Yeah. But these hockey playoffs, man, I know it's a, it's a subject that no one cares about, but these hockey playoffs have been amazing as always. We've got three game sevens tonight. Actually, I meant to, 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 this is the bone I have to pick with you on this. You were at the game, I think it was last, maybe Friday or Wednesday, some shit like that. And, um... I FaceTimed you and you didn't answer. Yeah, no. But I, I wanna I wanna say hi and go go ice cats and you know wave at your brother and your sister. Yeah, um I'm in the zone. I'm I dude I, I'm getting yelled at every two seconds because I'm standing. Actually, this is a great thing because I talked about this uh because Chris Cody has uh, has seats too. Yeah. So every game, you know, we're out there, we're tailgating, come see us. And um, I'm getting yelled at, you know, because I'm standing up. I'm, you know, I'm an absolute like brick wall. Yeah. I, I want to get your your feeling on this. I believe if you when you have purchased your ticket and you have your seat, that is now your property for the next three and a half hours. I'm a, if I want to stand the whole time in my seat. I am allowed to. And the people behind me, too bad, so sad. Mm. What do you think about that? I think you're doing the classic Benson hardline stance on something. I would say when you, when, I do agree that's your beachfront property and you are able to do whatever you want within your little like four foot, you know, four square foot radius. But you should be considerate of other people. But yeah, I mean, if you want to stand, stand, but just know you're also being a dick. I think what Why you am need I being a dick though? Cause you're fucking giant. But even if even if I'm not even if it's I'm you, picturing though. I'm picturing a dad with a small son behind you, and you're in the son's way of seeing the game. That's what I'm picturing when you're telling me you're standing. It's me and my four year old son, and it's his first hockey game, and that's well, that's not fair because now I'm definitely not standing the whole time because this kid can't see. But that's what I'm I'm. Cause it could just be like a fucking you know functioning alcoholic forty one year old douchebag behind me, right? But I'm imagining in this scenario, it's it's Mark 
and little son Timmy. Right. Um, Did that soften you at all? It it was you. You found the loophole. That's what I do. I tug and, at your heartstrings. But I think you're allowed. To, I don't get mad. It's it's like you the, need to sit in the last row of the lower bowl, uh, right up against the the wall. Best seats in the house. Uh, yeah. It, it to me, it's like the uh, it's it's the seat reclining you know situation on a plane. Like it's you know which we've talked totally about. different. Recline all no, you want. But but it's the same thing I feel about that with the guy in front of me. Do like do you, I wish he didn't recline? Of course, but is it his prerogative? Of course. And if you both recline, now you're the same distance from one no, another. No, not nothing. Hey, listen. If you recline in front of me, no, you're getting these. You're getting these knees in the back of your in your lower lumbar, all the way to Phoenix. <laughs> Why are you going to Phoenix? I got I got I got family there now. Yeah. Yeah. We got family there now. I roll with the Mitskis. Um, so, uh, Jordan. That one had some fucking spray on it, dude. That was a little sprinkler system on it, man. <sighs> yeah, it's irrigation. Was all it's over, irrigation, it was great. was all over the studio fucking floor, dude. Mike, that's on you. Yeah, do something. Um, what did you learn this week, bud? <laughs> I, uh, I got a good one for you. Um... I was listening to or, or watching something and they were talking about people that had been banned from Twitter, like permanently, besides like Trump. Mm -hmm. And one of the people they mentioned was a name that will bring you back to like, you know, 2006, maybe 2008, the name Tila Tequila. Does that ring a bell? Tequila Tequila mm. was my, and this is the God honest truth, because your boy never lies on this pod or in life. Ever? Ever. Okay. Does he exaggerate and stretch? Absolutely. I'm like a pregnant woman. Stretch marks all over the place. <laughs> okay. We should drink more on this thing. <laughs> um, Tequila Tequila yeah. was Alex Benson's very first uh friend ad on myspace okay so i had forgotten about her and she was the most friended person with the most friends on myspace yes and if you remember there was the show the reality tv show the first name of alex benson's uh child remember when i used to do that remember when i used yeah. to do that in, in college of course uh tila tequila then, if you if you uh, remember, because I had forgotten all this, this is something that I learned this week that I already knew but had forgotten. And she was on the first reality TV show where it was, I think, a, a, a chance a at tequila. To, oh. and it was, but she was there because she was bisexual, and there was men and women vying for her heart. So that's what, was what the name. What was the name of that? Was it down that tequila down the hatch? No. Um, are we are we doing real names or fake names? Fake names. Um, yeah, I don't. It's just like eat the worm. Taste of taste of tequila. Taste of tequila. There it is. Something. A taste of tequila. Yeah. Um. So it's uh, but but the reason I'm even bringing her up is nothing to do with any of this. Okay. So she was banned from from Twitter. And I was like, all right, well, you got to be a pretty big asshole to get banned from Twitter. Why were you banned from Twitter? 
And what I learned this week is that Tila Tequila, who is of, I believe, Vietnamese descent, right? Um, She's like Asian or something. She's definitely Asian. We, I'm looking her up here. Uh, she is from Singapore. Singapore. Yeah. Yes. She's well. She was born over in Singapore, but I think her parents were Vietnamese. And that, shot at love with Tila Tequila. A shot at love. You know, you know the produce that that's that that's that's the, the name. that's the name. That's the name. So what I learned this week is Tila Tequila is an absolute piece of shit racist Nazi. Let's go. She is a full on Nazi, bro. Wow. She is a straight up like hail Hitler has got pictures of her doing the fucking salute. Like she, and the crazy part was she, and and obviously as a Nazi, she hates Jews, but the funny part was, is they had interviewed her. And of course this all happened in a very short period of time, like 2010. She's like, Oh, I'm really into mysticism and like Kabbalah and like early Judaism. I think I'm going to become a Jew. 2010. That's 2010. 2011. It's pictures of her being called like Miss Hitler and with like the fucking arm patch. And she's at all these meetings. And like by 2012, she's banned and like super right wing, like complete neo Nazi. Wow. Yeah. Shave that head, bitch. Yeah. And Shave it's that head. Like, and she drew, she drew like a, a Hitler mustache on her kid and like posted it on Instagram. Oh, sick. Like total sick. piece of shit. And I was, I was, you know, of course you're going to be surprised when someone who doesn't exhibit any of that, then all of a sudden becomes that. Right. Yeah. But then on top of that, she's Asian. Don't those people hate that? Those people. Or are they just letting it slide because she's like that kid when he was, you know, 12 years old and, and he and she was his friend on MySpace? I, uh, I, I, I buried the lead a little bit here. Uh, Tequila Tequila was uh, Alex's first follow on MySpace. His second follow, Adolf Hitler. Okay, see, he did. Yeah. Everyone, but that's already, I know that story is a lie because everyone's first follow on MySpace was Tom. Tom. Tom was, he was at this computer and someone from behind him said, said, hey, Tom. And he goes, and that's the photo. It, it, it was such a good, it, it, you know, looking back, that photo of Tom, because he has like a smile on his face, you know? Yeah. He's, and it's such a good photo of him. It's such a warming, inviting photo. Like that's It's not how, threatening. That's how you, that's the, he, that's the photo you want to put on there and say, hey, Join my community. Yes, exactly. That's that's what it is. He's he's the guy. He's the real the realtor at the open house. The doors open, and he's standing out front with a warm plate of cookies, saying, "Come on in." Yes, water's warm. Vic Vic vinegar and uh, Hugh Honey <laughs> and Hugh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I learned that uh, not only is Tila Tequila a racist, but she's an absolute neo-Nazi, totally out of left field. Did not have that on the board. For racists of 2022, I um, the, I didn't know. big upset, big upset. Yeah, I didn't know the train came a little early to cancellation station today. Yes, you and know, I uh, we well, a, I we don't even need to pull the wigs out for this. It, this is a clear full stop. <clears throat> You're absolutely canceled. I don't need to read anymore. Didn't even need to consult my fellow judge Bartholomew. Nope. You're just canceled. Yeah. So that's what I learned this week, Alex. What did you? 
learn this week? I learned this week that we've got uh, we've got a space resort being built. Have you seen this? A resort in space, like in space or on the moon? In space, it's so it's like orbiting a... the gravitational pull of Earth. Okay, so we just got like a private international space station. Yeah. So um, uh, this decade will 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 see and start the completion and construction of humanity's first hotel in outer space. Uh, it's the three-year-old company plans to begin building the Voyager station in low Earth orbit in 2025, and it'll be done in 2027. So we're definitely going to space at some time in our life. Is that what you're telling me right now? The things that we saw and talked about when we were younger are now we are here. So I never Flying thought... Flying cars are next. I never thought we'd see a black president. Never thought weed would be legal. Both One has already happened. The other one's basically here. And what you're telling me is I'm going to space. Yes. Um, guests won't uh, only be paying for the novelty of the setting... Uh, there will be a slew of onboard amenities, including themed restaurants, health spas, a cinema, gyms, libraries, concert venues, earth viewing lounges and bars, in addition to rooms for 400 people. Dope. So yeah. you're basically, okay, so this is exactly what I thought it would be. As soon as you told me uh, vacation in space, I immediately go to one of my favorite uh, obligatory check-ins, the fifth element. Yes, that's ba it's going to be a cruise ship in space. Uh, and and I know I think we've we've said it a thousand times. Uh, Alex's number one top favorite uh uh names for a character in a movie is Bruce Willis in Fifth Element, Corbin Dallas. Corbin Dallas, a fantastic name. What a name! Sounds like you know my starting center fielder of my All Star team. He looks exactly like. It's it's funny because I feel like the writers they wrote down Corbin Dallas. They came up with like you know his character arc, what you know his mannerisms, all this shit. And then Bruce Willis comes in in like you know the the gray pants and like the undershirt with the suspenders on and like the cig hanging from him, his mouth. And it's like isn't it an orange mesh shirt too? Or he's got maybe orange, orange suspen no, suspenders, but it's an orange. Oh, mesh maybe shirt, it is. I yeah, think. like from the eighties, like the mesh. Like somehow now in the future. They're back in the 80s. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And um, he he came in like that and they go, yep. Yeah. Right there. I've always wanted to dress up as Chris Rock. Uh, We've talked about for, this. For Halloween. Now, I, I think this is a trend that you and I should definitely try to do as we're getting into our older years of having legit Halloween costume parties mm -hmm. and like actually spending a lot of money on on the uh on the costumes yeah because i would almost like give you money to even dress up like that for that yeah yeah and i'm gonna do blackface too oh you are yeah for sure so you'll be on cancellation station the week after and yeah. that, that and the podcast is done perfect mm -hmm. okay i've always wanted to do mugatu in um in zoolander it's a good one yeah. It's a really good one. Yeah. That's one I've always wanted. It's always you been in my back pocket. You dress up as Mugatu for that Halloween, and that Halloween, I will dress up as the Apple computer. Deal. That's a good... What if... What if that's a that's a that's a good Halloween costume. Someone dresses up as those old school Apple computers that were like, you know, different colors and stuff, and then like three of your other buddies dress up as monkeys. 
and they're just beating the shit out of you all night. Yeah. Yeah. You know? The files are in the computer. They're in the computer. I love that idea. Yeah. So that's dope. So I, because I, I, I thought, I, would I thought, I thought you were going to be like, it's starting uh, production in 2045 they and said, it'll be ready by 2060. They said we're doing it now. Wow. I would do that. Well, it's not going to be like affordable to like the gen pop for like another 20 years. Because um, it's going to be for like the uber rich. It's going to be like how much per night? They didn't say in there, right? Uh, how much no. per night? How much per night do you think it's going to be when it opens up? And or let's just say not even the first night, but let's just say a year into it when all the regular rates are there. What do you think it's going to cost per night to go to space and stay at the fucking, you know, ten G's a night, ten thousand a night for a little pod. Just, just the smallest little Japanese sleep pod. Yeah, yeah. They just gas you, and you just like, and you pass out. Like yeah, in, like in uh, Fifth Element. I like that. I think it's pretty. Ten thousand cool. a night. I think I'm going ten. What do you think? Why the time we're like, you know, sixty, we'll be able to. We could, we could drop that. Yeah. Just a hundred k. We go for five well, days. By that time, when we're sixty, there'll be like other resorts opened up, cheaper, and we'll just go to like the Sandals Resort of of space. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, we'll get, we'll get it, like, you know, we'll catch a deal on a nice bundle. Okay, yes. Yeah. All right, cool. Dope. Okay. Um, well, guys, as you know, um, we are uh, we are having a happy hour. Cheers, by the way. I think we're both keeping pace, too. Yes. And um, we, we had workshopped this a little bit earlier in the week as far as I made a list here of the best beers and the worst beers. Okay. Now, I want your feedback on some of these. I want you to tell me, is it uh, is uh, is this a best beer? Is this a worst beer? If you have something, I want you to just pull the pin and lob it right in on me. Okay. Okay? You want to start with, should I, should I alternate here? A best and then a worst? Yes. All right. The first best beer is on the way to a vacation... At the terminal, a beer right before you go on vacation, more uh, more commonly known as the Termi. Wow, wow, is that that's a best beer, right? That's not only a best beer, but there is there is an idea in there. Like Budweiser needs to make a line of beers called the Termies. Yes. You okay. Know? Yeah. Um, Those beers are, are 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 fun too because you are, you know. You're teetering. You're playing with fire a little bit because you got to pee. Yeah. You know? And you don't want to pee on the plane. But then you also have to like... You have to time things out time perfectly. It, time it out because like you don't want to drink it. And then, you know, there's a good 30 minutes of like boarding the plane, waiting for service to come around. I like the idea of getting hammered at an airport, but in actuality... I never have more than a drink or two, uh, like ever, because I'm not, I'm not like, I was like, you know, uh, we got to, you know, exactly what you said. I got to board this plane, AKA not drink for 20 minutes. It takes another 20 minutes to take off to when I can even get another drink. At that point, I've already gone down and I'm not going to go back up because I'd right. rather land and then get after. Yes. So I don't do like the one time I did have a layover and it was a world cup usa soccer game for the exact three hours mm -hmm. that i was in an airport Blech. uh for the women's team 
And I sat, ne- I, I just saddled up at the bar next to a, a guy and a girl on either side, and we watched the entire game and then got on the flight, and I was hammered. It was great. But that's like the rare instance where I, I've done more than like the two beer at the at the Termi. Yeah. I, but I'm, a great beer. I'm, yes, yes, great beer. Great it's beer. full of hope. Yes. Of, of the vacation to come. Mm-hmm. You're thinking about all the cool things that you're about to do, and the best thing you could do is crack open a cold one while you're doing it. The Termi. The Termi. Okay, worst beer. My first one is, um, and this is a double-edged sword. Because for me, I go downhill here. For you and other people, you probably go up. Okay. When you're um, mad hungover and you try the next day to go for that beer and it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't hit. It doesn't slap. Yeah. That, uh... I usually try one. I give it the old college try. And my body's like, and it's usually not like after one day of drinking. It'll be like the second or third. Yeah. And it's just like, you're not, this, this engine's not moving the way you want it to. Yeah. So you're, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. We are on opposite ends of this one. Um, I put on my hiking boots and I go up. I, I, I go yeah. up. I grab that hair of the dog and it completely cures me. Um, uh, I learned it from my mother. Uh, that first one, you crack open the Miller Light and you put it over ice. Over ice? Yes. Mom, mom taught me early on that hair of the dog, you put it over ice because you need a little bit out. You need water. Mm. You're dehydrated. Mm. So she, she says, crack that first one, put it over ice. So you're getting a little bit of water, but you're also getting the effects of like, you know, that hangover dissipating. Okay. Yeah. That's a vet. That's a crafty veteran move. Yes. Um, but. That's not to say that I haven't been in many instances where I've had to, I've had to continue to buck up and buy beer four, I'm back. Right. But it's only if you do the first one and it doesn't work the way you want it to. That's a, that's a, that's a worst beer. Yes. Okay. Uh, the next one I have here is actually a combo of two situations. The first shotgun at a tailgate. The first shotgun at a tailgate. Um, is is a best? Yes. Now the other best beer is you've been drinking for two hours outside the stadium, and what I always do this is this is my move. I take a, a hand beer, whatever beer I'm currently drinking at whatever level I'm currently drinking. Doesn't matter. That that's okay because in my back pocket there's a grenade back there, mm. and that's an that's a full beer. And I will crush this one on the way in, on the way up to the front. And when you say grenade in your back pocket, you mean a rat full of rocks. No, I actually mean oh. a, a cold, a cold suds, oh. cold, cold sudsy one. Gotcha. Yeah, but I make sure that I always visually pick up the the last um, garbage can closest to when you go in, so that I can chug this beer, open that beer, and chug as much of it as possible. But whatever, whenever I get there. I just toss it. You got to just toss it and keep moving. Mm-hmm. That's a best beer. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, that trash can like that's right outside of the arena is filled to the top as you always see it with beers and stuff. All of those beers are halfway filled with alcohol. Yes. They're not. They're not. They're not empty. This is a worst beer, um, and 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 this is something. It hasn't happened in a while, but uh, early on in my drinking career. We'd be partying at the day off at camp and um, would wake up the next day to a, a soldier that I left on the battlefield and I would chug that beer. 
Wow. Yeah. And that was a terrible choice, but I, I felt like I had to do it. I I have a quick story on that. Uh in the back in the college days. Um uh my uh uh Bobo Baggins Benny uh had a girlfriend and she was a vodka drinker and she put vodka in a uh a water bottle and, and threw it in the fridge and after uh, a night I actually honestly I think it was after one of our legendary Fourth of July parties, um I, you know, woke up just with cotton face and I needed, you know, water stat and I stumbled over to the fridge and I thought it was water. We've all done this. And crushed it. We've all done this. Crushed the whole thing of vodka. Yeah. I remember waking up in the morning, grabbing the Zephyr Hills bottle that the, the, the tag, the tag on the front had been torn off in the defense of whoever had done it. Right. Uh, and I opened it and took a giant liberal swig of what I thought was water, and it was just warm Svedka. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So that one is 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 not a a, a great beer. It's um this next one though. This is co- college specific. Um, the last and 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 I want you to go back early in the. Did college you say days. college Pacific? Specific. Okay. Um, you're in line. There's a big group of people around the keg. You get up there and you get a nice full frothy froth donkey. And then, and then it spits. Yeah. The last full beer at a party before the kegs dry. And everyone cheers as you. Well, I actually, no one's mad. I do the opposite. I I don't want anyone to know because I want to get out of there and just know that I got my full beer. And if there's no other one, now we got to make arrangements to keep this thing going. Yes. You know, uh, but, but I'm good. Which we were always so good at those arrangements. We were. There was many a time where, I, I, I mean, it's countless in my head, and I'm just going through the 1980s montage of it right now, of you walking out of the gas station, out of the not road. with beer in hand, not with beer under arm, nope. with a dolly. A dolly. With a dolly of beer all the way to the top. I would walk into the the into the rue. Yes, the rue. Thank you. I would walk into the, the stop and shop. I would turn to uh, the, you know, whoever was working there. And I said, do you have a dolly? That's the first thing. Yeah. They go, why? And I say... Shit's about to go down. You see all those those natty lights in the back corner, like that whole like exhibit you have back there. That's going in my car. Well, I, they would say he would go yes, and uh, politely take me to the cooler, the back in the cooler, and uh, uh, and then I would load up on cases. I would load up on cases. Yeah, yeah. Those uh, that was that that was a be- that's a best beer. Yes, that's a best beer. Um, one of these. This is war- this is this is terrible. Now I'm speaking from a, a place of privilege here, but whenever you crack a beer, uh, I just then- realized too that I think we went. Uh, li- I went live on my personal one and not shut the funk up. So sorry. Are we to- on the well fed boy right now? Yeah, I'm so sorry to the people that are. Probably over at the uh, Shut the Funga podcast uh, I- IG looking for the live 
I just realized that. Just now. Yeah. Mike! That's Mike. That's not you. I want to absolve you of any responsibility. Mike, what are you doing? Yeah, that's. I just realized that one. Uh, this next one is, is like I said, a point of privilege. You you jump in the water. You're at the beach. You're at the pool. And you forget your beer. And you come back. And it's just warm soup. Uh, and you have to drink it, though. And you have to drink it. You have to that's, drink it, though. I, That was comma. You have to drink you don't, it. You don't come back and go, oh, shoot, whoopsie it's, daisy. It's warm carbonated soup. You. It's It's got... Barely a tinge of cold to it, but you have to drink it. Yes. Um, this one, and this is this applies to right now, but the first cold beer, well, not the first, but the first cold beer after a long week at happy hour. Yes. That's that's a that's a top first ballot hall of fame, right? That first beer uh after going into the weekend. Whenever your weekend when stand it, yeah. a chance. No. It's usually very quickly dispatched. Gone. It, it's, yeah. it's done in, in under 10. Oh, 10 seconds? Yes. Yes. Yeah, the, yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, this is a worst beer, and you know this, and this is, I think as we've gotten older, it's, it's not as big of a deal now. I will say that. Because we just, we look at it, we do the, uh, and then it's, we move past it. But when we were younger, when you'd be out at the bar and, or, or at an event somewhere, and you didn't know that beers were 15 and you just bought everyone multiple rounds yeah. and that tab comes and that's when you find out that it was a $15 beer. Yeah, the $15 beer tastes like shit. It's the worst. It tastes like shit. It's the worst. Um and then the last the last best beer I have is just the beer you don't pay for. That's the best one. That's the best one. That's the best one. Yeah, that's it. And those are my best and worst beers. Do you have any that you would throw in or nominate? Um, the uh, I, I I don't. No, I don't. Okay, I'm but let, you I'm agree. A, I'm gonna let you shine on that. Okay, one. thank you, thank yes. you, thank you. Yeah. Okay. I want to uh, we I want to bring we, we you know I want to bring back our headline segment. I got some headlines that I've been acquiring. Okay. That I just wanted to throw past you. Okay. Um. And because uh, I, you know, I, I feel like it's a segment that we enjoy and I think the listeners enjoy as well. Yeah. But uh, let's get right into it. What do you got? The first one. Uh, and I think we actually talked about this when it first happened. I think it was actually on a past headline. Okay. Man who received uh, the pig heart transplant. Yeah. Remember? Did, I think we talked about that. Didn't yeah, we, we did. Um, he died. Yeah, he died. From pig virus. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw so, that. So, science, you know, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not. Now, when I looked it up, though, this was a, was a funny nugget that I didn't know, that I didn't look up originally. The guy that got it... Yeah. Is... Uh, he was in prison for, like, 10 years. Uh-huh. For, like, rape and shit. Okay. So, he was, like, a big piece of shit. Okay. And I think that's why... He uh, was the guinea pig, no pun intended. Well, yeah, I mean, like, like well, if you're gonna do it, something like that, you do it on a piece of shit. Yeah, and if so it works, like, you're like, all right, now I can do this for not pieces of shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Which and and he probably volunteered for it though. Right. Well, yeah, probably. Because he's like, I'm gonna die, so you know, throw the pork in me. You know. Oh wow! <laughs> you like that? He got, I mean, he, he got said a, something like that. He got a burn end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, that's great. Yeah. But so, I knew that one. I did. I read that independently on my own. I was just like, oh. Yeah. See you later, alligator. As we as we like to say here. Yeah. Uh, next one. A uh, murder trial halted after monkey steals evidence. What? Yeah. Where? Where is this? Like in Florida? You know where it's at. Florida, India. Mm. Yeah, I mean those guys just got like like monkeys. Get some doors on that courtroom over there. You know, get some doors on the courtroom. God damn it! He stole the knife, like the key piece of evidence <sighs> to this to this murder trial. Now, do you think the defense paid that monkey? Absolutely, I think the mob was involved. You think? You think so? Like he's like, all right, I'm gonna give you like all the bananas you want. I don't like I'll give you an entire truckload of bananas, but you got to get that knife and you got to go throw it in the river and yeah. no one can find it. I question the evidence room of said government <laughs> and, and law enforcement room or like shack with no walls. Yeah. Like, like it was a chupa, it was a chupa or something like that. I, in my mind's eye, I have the evidence being introduced into the courtroom and the lawyer, you know, has, you know, it's in the plastic bag and the lawyer's. Oh, it's in a bag. Yeah. And the lawyer is picking it up. Evidence number a 25 and then monkey out of nowhere. Oh, so he didn't even take it like from the evidence room. He came mid, uh, mid session and just took it and fucking ran. Yeah. Okay. I like, I I like that idea more. That's what I got. Yeah. I like that idea more. Uh, next one here. Uh, this one. This one's. This is a personal favorite. Um, uh, this guy's uh, penis. Okay, I saw. Okay, fell off. Yeah, and he was worried. You know, he he wanted to keep the penis, and because there was potential for it to be reattached. Okay. So the doc said, "I don't like where he put it." Yeah, the doc said, well, we can keep this thing alive, but we got to, you know, we got to have blood, you know, juicing through it. Yeah. So he popped on the forearm. Yeah, it's like right there, like just lower, lower than the elbow. Right. Right there for you. Just, he comes in for a firm handshake. Hey, Frank, nice to meet you. And he's got a dong wiggling from that fucking bow. Yeah. What's up with that? Um, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. It, it kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Um, I think though, I can understand if the doctor came to me and said, this is Jay lit the kid, Jay lit the kid, your dick's falling off. It's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, rotting. it's a fact that it's coming off. You got now rot. I can put it somewhere else and the, it'll, it'll stay, but it can't stay there. What do you want me to do? Do you want to just be a eunuch or... Do you want me to put this dick somewhere else? I would. I think that's the other thing too about this uh, headline is, I think I would ask the surgeon, "Can we pop it on the thigh?" Thousand percent. Or or my second choice would be, "Can we pop it on like like do like a whale tail situation?" And I have a, and, and I and I got like a little tail, you know, for the time being. So you'd go lower back on the back. And people go, what's that? And I go, it's my, it's my cock. Um, I think, obviously, first, first draft pick is inner leg. I think that makes sense. I kind of like the inner knee, so I can just do a right. thing. Yeah. 
But like, I don't know if I want upper back or like, uh, like lower back. Cause now I'm laying face down in the bed and it's up and she's just like bouncing on top of me. Like it's a fucking playpen. Wow. What's that called? That's not reverse the play, cow. The, like the reverse, that. the reverse playpen. Yeah. Yeah. That's little tights. I don't know if I want that. Yeah. But the arm, I don't like this. It's out in the open. I don't like that. Yeah, like how you're can... You're at Starbucks and you're grabbing your latte and the barista says, what's that? And you drop the dick and you go, ooh, too hot, too hot. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. Or you're at the bar and you, you, you see, first off, there's someone standing here blocking the woman's view of your arm. Okay. Right. You're having a beer and you're looking down the bar. She's looking at you. You know, the classic movie thing where you're making eye contact and me likey and she likey. Yeah. And you go over to say hello and you already have the perfect line in your head. You already know what you're going to say. It's a banger. It's going to work. And you walk over there and your, your cock is just right there and it's rock hard. Yeah. And she's just looking at that purple mushroom tip, just like, what are you going to do? That's not going to work. It's not. That's not going to work. It's not, dude. It's not going to work. My last headline here that I got for you is, um, and I'm sure you might have seen this one as well, um, NASA scientists plan to attract aliens by sending unsolicited nudes into space. Do you you need a picture, NASA? What do you want? You want, you want that SpaceX? S- you want to you want this space butt? You yeah. want to spread my butt for the aliens? I love I love the dick pics of now like anybody They've can get them. They've seen them. Anybody can get them. They've now. seen them. You know? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it was very funny like early on nudes were like a really big big deal and now you're just like They were like taboo now. Oh, I, oh, I can see Britney's vagina. I don't even want to see it. Don't want to. I don't want to see Britney's vagina. Well, after you've seen after you've seen Kim K, you know, everything else is just nah. Mm. You know? I agree. Right? Yeah. Um, I do I want I I you know cuz I'm 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 pissed at myself. So I do want to pause here real quick and i and i want to go live you want to go live yeah all right guys so we're, like, go we're over gonna, we're gonna pause Mike. here real quick and we're gonna go over to the shut the funk up podcast ig we're gonna go live there let's go live okay there. yeah let's go live let's go tuned so we uh this next one you know we uh we did some digging we did some digging yes and we wanted to introduce you to some other podcasts uh that we found that are interesting we like them we fucks with them well look we're not the only podcast on the block no we share and and you can't listen to us 24 7 so if you know you want a couple other recommendations we, we wrote a couple down here for you and we have a couple for you and we want to share them with yes you. okay so the first one I want to share with people, uh, it's a good one. It's one that I like to pop in on. Uh, it's called Throat Goats. Throat Goats. Yeah, it's a really great podcast. Um, it's these two chicks, and they basically kind of, they do a similar thing to the Shut the Funk Up podcast where they highlight uh, uh, porn stars. 
in each one. They interview some of them. They have some interviews, okay. but they highlight uh, you know porn stars and stuff, and they talk about the industry, uh, some techniques and stuff. You know, so if you're you know if your fuck style is not buck wild yet, not yet at least, yeah, it, you. Tune into Throat Goats. Throat Goats. Yeah. With a Z or an S? With with an S. With an S. Throat yeah. Goats. Throat okay. Goat, and they will get you, they'll get you on track. It's uh it's 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 a fun one. Um the two girls are hilarious. Um, okay. They uh they dabbled in the industry. Oh. Yeah. So it's hard hitting, no pun intended. Okay. My first one that I wanted to recommend, it's called The Cast Cast. And it's actually, um, it's a beginner's guide. Yeah, throw that thing in there. Uh, it's a beginner's guide that if if um, if you end up breaking a bone or something and you don't want to go to the hospital, it's a podcast that teaches you how to make your own your own cast. Oh, yeah. Is it just like paper mache? Well, you got to listen to the podcast. Okay. But if you break your arm and you don't, you know, let's just say hospital bills, you know, are going to be pricey. And you need to make that 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 cast at home. Listen to the cast cast. It's a really good podcast, and it teaches you how to do that. That's that's uh, that's that's uh, very niche. Yes. You know, and I've never seen you. And have you ever had a cast? I've never I've never broken one bone. You were I've never broken a bone. You were adjacent. You were around for it. If you remember, I was playing in a co-ed soccer game, and I I, I fractured my collarbone. It was um and and I had the sling. I didn't have to get the cast. You weren't casted though. No, I wasn't casting. You weren't casting. I didn't need the cast. Cast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next one I have here is uh, cancellation consultation, and they basically go through all the people that are getting canceled. Yeah. And they give you a blueprint every episode of whoever is canceled. How to get out of it? How to oh. mediate? How to like you know? How to repair the uh, the yes. damage that you've done? Yeah, they they go over what you've done, and then they help you out. You know, because you know we're the the this country used to be a country of second chances. Mm. You know, preach. Yeah, and we're getting away from that a little bit, which I don't like. Mm. You know, because we've all messed up. You know, we've all said some hand, stupid hand, stuff. Hand up. Guilty. 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 And uh, so cancellation consultation. Uh, I love that. Yes. I love that. It's, it's really good. I have one that I think you're really going to like here. This is a really good uh, podcast. And the name is fantastic. The, um, the premise of it is fantastic. And this podcast that I want you guys to listen to when you're not listening to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. Little foamy. It's called Celebrity Gust. Okay? What's that? Celebrity Gust is a podcast where every episode they have a celebrity guest on and they they tell stories and they admit to places that they've farted in public. Oh my god. Celebrity I Gust. Am locked in on that. Celebrity Gust. It's great. They've gotten wow. Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. 
I mean Tom Hanks. Wow. What did you have you listened to the, uh, have you listened to the Angelina Jolie one? Yo, that where, woman where? must have always been eating Mexican and Thai food because yeah. it was all over the place. She didn't give a fuck. No, she does not. Billy Yo, she fought that 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 picture you've seen with Billy Bob Thornton and, and the they have the blood vials on them oh. on the red carpet. Guess what she was doing then? She she had a jar before everybody. Yep. Celebrity Gust. Damn. Check it out. It's a good one. That's it's a good really one. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the last one I have here is uh, it's called Kink Wink. Kink Wink. Kink Wink. Okay. And they basically just go through very weird and wild kinks that people have, sexual kinks. Okay. And it started <laughs> off with because the host uh of the podcast is really into eyes. That's what that's what moves his monkey. Okay. And so that's the kink wink, you know, like that that's where it derives from. Yeah. And then now he just goes into wild, you know, fetishes and stuff that people are into. I love that. And I, and I think it's I think it's I think it's a really progressive podcast. Um because everyone has that one thing. Yeah. And then and and, and when you go on and you check it out, you'll see on the episodes they're not they're not your normal like foot stuff like they no 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 the foot stuff is like we all know about that right this is all the stuff you don't know yes okay awesome yeah so I have two left um the next one I have and maybe you know this 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 one's I think for the women but I think it's also for the men and that it's called splatter chatter and it's a uh, it says here in the description a woman's guide. To a volcanic orgasm. Okay. And I think it's probably similar to the throat goat, where it's it's uh it's actually two women and they just kind of discuss the different ways that you know you can spray all over the bed. Yeah, that's that's it's the volcanic eruption. That yeah all... is are those the words that moved your monkey? Uh yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um the we we all wish we lived on you know what's it Mount Helena, what's the what's the uh, the largest volcano? Uh, well, Mount you're talking St. about Hel- Mount Saint Helens. Mount St. That's in America, I think. It's not the biggest one. I don't think so. What's the biggest one? I don't know. Well, we all want to live. Yeah. There. Yeah. But sometimes we don't. No. This one helps. Sometimes you. you're at the base of the of the volcano. Sometimes you're not even in the state of, of 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 Washington. Right. You know what I mean. Sometimes you're down in sunny South Florida, not even close. No idea. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. So that's a good one, ladies and gentlemen out there. I want you guys to just go check that out. Splatter chatter. Um. Maybe you could pick up a few pointers. That's it. I'm into that one. Now this last one. Um. I think I saved the best for last. And this is actually I don't know if you know this, but there's actually on ESPN um, a 30 for 30 on this. And they turned it. They had the 30 for 30 movie. You know, it was like a a three part, you know, every Sunday night. But then they also came out with the podcast after. And it's called uh, the podcast is called One Grasp Too Many. Okay. And this, uh, the the one grasp too many. Is it many, by Donald Trump? What, what's up with that? Uh, actually, it's not too far away from that. It's uh, the one grasp too, grasp too many is the story of a former NBA player that during a game, um, uh, Mike Williams, 
stumbles out of bounds and while trying to brace his fall, accidentally grabs a woman's breast. And the fallout and the trial and everything that ensued after, because there's a very famous photo of him falling out of bounds and he's trying to catch himself. He doesn't want to get injured. And he's just, he's got his mitt all over a large breast. He's got his mitt on a tit. He's got his mitt on a tit. Wow. Yeah. A true Mitski. Uh, a true a true Mitski. One grasp too many. That one. Check out the podcast. Is the first one I think I'm going to check out. Yeah. That one intrigues me. Yeah. I like the cancellation consultation because we're going to get canceled at some point. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yes. We want to get canceled. And when we do, we're hoping we can maybe go to them and, you know, kind of do the Alex Rodriguez treatment. Yeah. I want a year or two and I'm back in the booth calling games. Yes. Okay. So that's the one I think I'm going to check out first. But 30 for 30, one grasp too many. The story of Mike Williams and and the famous breast. Mike Willie. Mike Willie. Love it. Um, let's, uh, let's get, uh, let's get into uh, everyone's, you know, everyone's favorite segment, everyone's favorite part. Let's do it. Let's get into, uh, the old, the old peacock. Let's do it. Are you ready? This one is like really, really. I, this is a band that um, I freaking love. Okay. And they didn't uh, do a lot, but this was a band. Which is okay. Part of, part of, uh, oh, speaking of which, very quickly, this is episode 64. This is the last uh, entry of the final four. Of 16. Oh, okay. Until now we have our bracket is full and we have 16 now. So next week we will will be doing the bracket to see the last member who who will be joining the final four. Yes. For which we will then argue vehemently about. Um, uh, we have Rod Temperton in there. Rod Temperton was number one. We have Danger Mouse in there. Danger Mouse was number three. And I believe number two was the Gorillas. Mayor Hawthorne. Mayor Hawthorne. There was a very contentious debate yeah, oh, between, yeah. between, um, between, um, the Gorillas and Danger, yeah. Danger Mouse. And I'm, um, I'm remiss to say that I think I made a mistake there in allowing, you to dominate me in that discussion because I really think the gorilla should have won. But nonetheless, we are a podcast that it talks through it and we, it is danger mouse. So we have those three. We now have the final 16 and someone next week will be crowned to the final four. They're going to make a dream run. So rounding out the last uh, of, of our 16 here is a band called Naz. Naz. Naz with two Z's. N-A-Z-Z. This band is 
a band that my father okay already already street cred showed me when i was younger and absolutely blew my mind now when it blew your mind how old are we here are we eight are we 13 yeah yeah we're like yeah we're eight you know we're like okay my dad showed me yardbirds and he showed me nas okay you know Mm mm-hmm uh, 1967 to 1969, Garage Rock Band. Okay, quick, just comet streaking through the sky. Yes. Very similar cream and, and blind uh, blind faith situation going on here. Right. Okay. So, uh, members, we've got Todd Rundgren. Of course. On the guitar. We've got Carson uh, Carson uh, Van Austin on bass. we got Robert Stuckey and, uh, and Tony on vocals and keyboards. And then we got Tom Moody on drums. Now, I, is this technically a super group? This is not a super group. Because Todd was already doing stuff? Todd or? wasn't doing... This is his first band. This is the first band Todd Rundgren was ever in. Okay. And, uh, spoiler alert, the band pretty much disbands because Todd leaves. He does an Eric Clapton thing. He, yeah, he goes on his own. But this is the very he pulls first a Clapton. B- band that Todd Rundgren was in. Okay. And it will blow your mind if you are even somewhat of a Todd Rundgren fan because this band sounds nothing like the dog shit solo project shit that he did. So would you recommend Todd Rundgren as an as a subject for the exploratory truths in music or is there not enough stuff there that you're that that tickles your fancy? No. Yeah, Todd Rundgren um his solo stuff is absolute trash. Okay. Um and I can't state that enough. Okay. Yeah. Um but before we get, wow. get into it here, the drummer, Tom Mooney. Okay. And there's an H in there. Okay. This is Alex's favorite drummer of all time. Wow. This is number uno, man. Hard stop. This um, that's guy. That's a big statement for a big guy over here because uh, I actually was having a conversation with my dad on Mother's Day about the podcast and just about how much music we explore. And we were talking about you and how just exhaustive you are when it comes to your unrelenting search for new music, old music, everything in between. And uh, it's just one of those situations where this is exactly where what we're talking about. It's a burden that I have no problem going to that gym and squatting. Okay. This drummer... And that's what I really want to hammer home to you mm. when you go home and do your homework on on Nas. Okay, I need you. You gotta you listen to the drumming. This guy is insane, and no one knows him. He didn't do nothing after Tom Mooney is my number one favorite drummer of all time. This is a big thing from a man who listens to a lot of music because um, when he's telling you this is the creme de la creme, the cream of the crop. Uh, that's a big deal because there's a lot of obviously amazing drummers out there. Now, is this band drum centric? No, it's a garage rock band. Okay, they're yeah, they're sixties rock band, and no, yeah. But his fills, the stuff he does is insane. It, it it always blows. Like when people talk about Keith Moon, like this guy, out of the water. Uh, formed in Philadelphia in 1967, 
the original managers of the group, uh, they both owned a record store in downtown Philly. Love that. And they uh, they allowed the band to rehearse upstairs in a, st- in a in a storage room. You have to. And you know they were doing their thing, and the the guys that uh, that uh, owned the record store said, "Like what you do, we'll be your managers. Let's let's let's, let's do this." What a great feeling to like. They wait. They owned the same record store. Or they, they both both owned, owned the same record. Okay, store? Okay, so guys are coming in. You're talking to them. I'm thinking high fidelity situations right. where like you're in there all the time talking shop. You get to know these people. They start you know that you hear them play, and you're just like, hey, why don't you go upstairs of my record studio or my record uh my record uh shop and just start putting together stuff and we'll manage you. Like that's the most organic like great musical genesis yes right yes exactly that's it um now the name naz yeah what's up there uh it came uh it came from a yardbird song okay the yardbirds had a song called uh the naz are blue okay um no one knows what the naz is no one knows what it is but they just loved the yardbirds and they, that's where they got the name from but when they named themselves and it's just Naz. It's not, not the, the Naz. No, it's okay. just Naz. Okay. And that and that's a thing that the band talks about a lot because like, a lot of people call them the Naz, but they are just Naz. But in '67, when they, <laughs> I have to stop you right here. Yeah, I have to stop you. What do you got? Uh, um, I got a a a a text from Check, Ryan Checofilio, one of our 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 just little darling just darlings of the show darlings of our lives i get a text from him that goes chin is an easy choice and i said chin he goes for the dick placement (laughs) so i think we have to amend what we're saying here and say that either chin or forehead is gotta be a prime real estate location if you had to relocate your dick. He's a nasty motherfucker. I, check. Good on you. Good on you. Good we on love you, you for bud. that. Good on you. Thank bud. you. Uh, so, so Naz, the, the name. So the name, yeah, comes from Spud. So when they chose the name, there was, they're out, they're out of Philly. There was also another band from uh, Phoenix, Arizona, also called the Naz. Okay. And so it was a little bit of a oh shit moment, you know, because you don't you don't want to have like the same name, and they were like kind of big, but luckily the band from uh, Phoenix changed their name, and that band was Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Alice Cooper. Okay. So changed. now that you've revealed the name, we could almost see like what could have happened. What what could have been. If these two like went after it with one another, yes. But they chose not to, and yes. they changed. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, yeah, Al, uh, Alice Cooper, the fame, the, you know, the, you know, the crazy satanic. Like, I mean, what a what. A, Is that hair? Are we calling that hair band? Is that like hair band metal? No, he's more of like a dark metal. He's like a more Chris, of a dark. Chris, Laser Wolf, we need you yeah, now, please. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris uh, Bellis. Chris Bellis, please let us know what Alice Cooper falls into there. Yes. You are a resident metal expert. Please let us know. I don't know. know if they're metal. I don't, I, I don't, Is it even metal? I don't think that Chris would probably put them in metal. I don't. 
But but is it is it hard enough rock? Because I feel like there's hard rock and then there's metal and there's a clear line. Well, maybe not a clear line. No, we don't know. But there's that's Chris. Let us know. Yeah. So uh, they released their first album in October of 1968 uh, called Naz. All they only did they they did three albums, but really technically it was two albums because the third one was just like you know songs that didn't make the cut of like they redid them and stuff. And the band was like not not together anymore. But the first album's called Naz. Second album's called Naz Naz. Third album's called Naz Three. Love that. Yeah, I love that. Love when bands do that too. Uh, you don't really see it. I think that's more of like a rap thing, right? Where they, you know, you Carter. get the Carter, the Carter one, Carter two, Carter three. I don't feel like that's really um, something you saw a lot in rock and roll. Yeah. So for them to do that, they it's almost first. It, it's actually interesting because I don't actually. Can you name another rock album where well, there was Led, either Led did it. Okay, Led did it. Led one, Led two, Led three, Led four, and then they finally like after four. Okay. So that's the only other instance you could probably come up with. But there, I right? think they might have been the first to do that. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. You know? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um so yeah, 1968 first album uh came out. Again, this is a band, this is a true peacock. This is a band that you know, there's no chart toppers. This is an underground true peacock that like you will only get here on this podcast. And they have uh, they had a single off the album called "Open My Eyes." It's probably like their most famous one, but again, famous is a very yeah. Loose you're term you're using use. that very liberally. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so now, were they did they go on tour? Like, were they selling out? Like they, shows they bare, where they did they pull people? They barely went on tour. They honestly went on tour for uh, a little bit after the first album, and they went to the UK and like had some like a little bit of like you know good success there. But then they came right back and recorded in the same uh, in the same year uh, their second album. Like came back to LA and recorded their second album. Okay. And um, as soon as they did that second album, Todd. He was out. He he kind of wasn't interested in the band anymore, and he left. Um, and he also took uh Van uh, Van Austin with him. Van Austin left too, and the band kind of scrambled a little bit trying to keep it together, but it just wasn't the same. It wasn't the same yeah. sound. And they 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 disbanded uh after that second album basically. Mm. Um, as everyone knows, Todd Rundgren. Went on to have a very prolific solo career, which is wild to me because, like, again, he fucking blows on solo. Mm. Um, I might have to do him just to listen to everything and make a judgment on that. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I. So I'll you, I'll clean that up for next week. I'll put that to, in the janitor's closet. I invite you to do it, but I'm pretty sure you will agree uh, that solo Rod uh, Rod uh, Todd Rod Todd Rundgren stuff was uh, it wasn't good. It's just super soft. Um, but yeah, the Naz man, that's your peacock in music, uh, for this episode this week. And it's a, I mean, uh, it's, I, I, I can't state enough how amazing this band is. It's like my favorite type of garage sixties, garage rock. It's like, it's stupid, stupid good. And you, and when you listen to it, Listen to Tom Mooney on those drums, man. His fills 
are incredible. Absolutely incredible. And it's interesting because I know we've talked about this before, but when whenever like, you know, the holidays come around and I'm going to buy you um, some records. I have all of them, so don't buy me it. No, I'm going to continue to buy you some. Uh, well, just don't buy me Nas. No, but no, oh, no, 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 not Nas. But whenever I would go and not want to buy you something that you've already had, I would always go to the either 60s surf rock or surf or, or, or like 60s acid rock, which I think is also kind of like a subgenre of of garage rock. But I would always go there first to look for something for you, knowing that I was trying to get you something that you've not that you not only don't have here, but in the wax museum, but something that you've never heard of. I'm blanking, and it's the best record that you've ever gotten. I know exactly what the record is. What well, is it? I, no, 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 I don't know the, the name. The Flaming Groovies. Got it. Is it? Damn, just came to me. Look wow. At me. The brain. You, know, you it's pulled got some that suds on the brain. And Woo! It's, it's still working. It's still working. That's the that's the best record you've ever bought me. It was a nice pricey thirty dollar one too. Uh, I feel I so the funny thing is people look at that and they're like, oh man, thirty bucks for a record. I love knowing that I spent that money and it's exactly it did exactly what its intended result was. It's because thirty is a that's basically I think the level of like expensive records. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's above twenty eight and and up. Like when you go to your record store and you see like your Leds and your Beatles and your Rolling Stones, like well, they're doing know, that because they know they can. The emotional rescue, you know, in the record store is like, you know, it's twenty bucks, you know, in good condition, twenty five, thirty is what is the mark. Thirty is the mark. Thirty is the mark of like, okay, this is uh, this is worth it. This is one that hey, you don't, you may not like the number. But that's the fucking number. And to me, it's always one of those where I have I have done plenty of digging in my life, but not anywhere near as much as you. But I, f I feel like we always silently communicated on that as far as price, because I feel the same way. Yeah. I think right when you get to those high 20s, low 30s is when you've said, okay, I'm buying this record not for, like, because of how like legendary it is or because of the price I'm buying. It happens to be this price. I just want you to have this record and I'm willing to pay essentially what's whatever that sticker says. And when you get to the $30 mark, that pretty much guarantees you that the record is in really good condition. Yes. There's no scratches. There's, there's, you know, the person took really good care of it. The album, the artwork, the cover, everything is in really good condition, and you have nothing. You don't even have. You don't have to go over to the booth and listen to it to see if there's. It's it, thirty dollar mark. Pretty much denotes. Uh, it's it, you're you're gonna get fine quality on that. And I'd be interested if you actually reached out and and three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one. If you guys have kind of ever worked in the industry where you're dealing with vinyl, I would I would almost guarantee that um people that are in the industry and work know that that kind of is the number right yeah, yeah. like they know if they're putting something at 33.95 it better be a in good condition it better be like an original print or very close to that right. and it's going to be in the plastic and stuff yeah. like that and it's and, and it's going to be a good album no matter what yes yes yeah. yes 
Um, man, I'm having fun. Fuck yeah. You guys drinking out there? I'm having fun. Uh, yeah. Are you guys, I, let, me can, see, yeah. let me see. Let me see who's in there. I don't know. Who's saying what? See, see, I don't know who's in there, but hopefully they're they're liking it. They're what having up, fun jokes? too. What else we got in here? Okay, Blake, I see you. We got Julian. Okay, Bunga Breeze. What's going on, guys? Scotty Wolf. Joe Began. Joe Began. Yo. UNF, swoop. Yo, I talked to Began this week. Up? You know? This week? I talked to him. Listen. Okay. Your boy keeps in contact. Yeah, we got some people in here. Um, I want to, uh, we got, a we got a couple things here. I wanted, I watched a, uh, really cool documentary this week and I bring it up because, uh, you are my, uh, Wall Street, my stock aficionado. Woo! Looking rough right now. Yeah. How's that feel? Um, it's not good. I've lost a lot of money over the last couple weeks slash two months um the portfolio is not looking great but anyone that knows anything says you buy and you hold and that's it uh spoken like a true loser um <laughs> and so i watched it's on hbo max okay you know max i don't um i'm calling them to get it back because i now truly believe that hbo max is the best of we any streaming it. service we crowned it yes it's it's just it's 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 a fact yeah so they have a documentary on there and it is about the gamestop situation that happened last year yeah uh, in the in wall street and robin hood and stuff yeah and it's uh an amazing documentary they go into all the stuff and i have to uh just say that I don't get it. I watch this doc and they break it down and they try to like make it like super easy for you to understand. I don't get it. I don't understand stocks, man. I don't understand the verbiage and the lingo, the short sellings. They're doing all these like really cool, they're mapping it out to like try to like, you know, for the, for the layman. I don't get it. Well, I can tell you this, even if you were in it, paying attention to it all the time, there's still not, um, there's no crystal ball. Otherwise everyone would be a millionaire and, and that's part of it. And there's governmental, I think manipulations and stuff that are also part of, yeah. of all that stuff uh, on top of just knowing how things work. There's all these different impediments that occur to stop that from going the, the way that it should. Things also do things they shouldn't do like that. But the end of this, well, I, I well, are, will you watch it? Cause I won't spoil it for you. If you will it's on, watch it. it's, it's called wall street. It's called gaming wall street, gaming wall street. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'll watch it. Yeah. Watch it. And, uh, let me write it down. Get back to me. Like, let's do it next week. Cause I don't, I want to talk about it, but I don't want to spoil it or anything for it. Not, not that it's a spoil. Actually, you know what? It's not a spoil because any, everything they talk about in there, like you and I and everyone already knows. But what they one of the, one of the things they really get into and they pretty much bring it out and it's a fact. These these uh, brokers and stuff, they're selling fake stock. They're selling shares that are not there. They're they're selling, and that was one of the big things that happened with the game. Game styling, but it happens with every company. These brokers, you go to them and you buy, you know, however many shares you want in whatever company, and they're a lot. Most of them are 
giving you and selling you the shares and they're not shares that are available. They're just selling them to you. Well, that's how a lot of these exchanges work. Where like money you put on Robinhood, you put a thousand dollars into Amazon, and and Robinhood is either essentially buying you that thousand dollars and holding it for you, and as your as the stock goes up, they're basically saying we will pay you this amount, or they're just saying okay, yeah, you bought a thousand dollars, we're not even buying it, we're just allowing like that's your money, and as it goes up, we'll pay you that. Yeah, it's a it's, yeah. it's a mini Ponzi scheme within. Well, I mean, to some degree, like there's been a lot of talk recently about Coinbase, which is another exchange, which is totally in the shit bin right now. And they're saying if they don't make enough money, they won't be able to recoup people's money that they've put they in. They don't have enough money. Yeah. yeah. And so that's a problem. And that's going to, I think, cause a lot of issues for these exchanges that are buying things on behalf of people, but not actually buying them or they're buying them and they can't afford to actually hold them. Because, you know, people are either moving money out and they don't have the liquidity to do it. Right. So it's going to be super interesting to see how that shapes the future, especially if Coinbase goes belly up, which is going to be something we're all going to watch over these next coming weeks. Um, but it's a very weird game. That's all I can say. I am. But you got to get in. I am all boned up over here listening to you talk. Just dirty Wall Street to me. Well, the funny part was, I, I think am just it fully, was uh, fully over here. Joel's Joel's uh, I'm, beautiful I'm wife recalled over here, man. Uh, three tits. Jesus. Uh, so Joel sexy. Joel's beautiful wife who made me this shirt. Shout out to Joel's wife. Um, I don't know her name off the top of my head, but Joel's wife. Uh, she she She's she said she, she said general. she cringed at our last talk. Now I said. I thought most of what I said was was right. And she said, yeah, it wasn't as much you as much as she was cringing at you. Yeah. Um, so we need to get your knowledge up and we need to just like Bumble, we need to pull you in because I think just like Bumble, you're going to thank us later. I love I love you listeners. I love our audience. I love our fucking army that we like are slowly just building here. Ian, where are you? You know, and it's I love it when you guys hit us up. And you tell us about all the things that we got wrong or like we were mistaken on. By the way, I, I was corrected it. recently. Over the Hill is definitely 40. I was wrong. I, I told I you I didn't that. want to admit that. Yeah. And um, I was wrong. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's fine. I mean. You know, like. It's I, the first time I've ever been wrong. So well, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, I don't like feeling I, wrong. I'm kind of I'm kind of like, I'm kind of pissed off that you actually just did what you did. Because I want this podcast, I want I want to be the one that's always wrong. And well, this you, is the one time I was wrong. I want you to be, you know, the like the good angel on the on the shoulder and mm. on the bad one. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, check it out because I I, I, I know, yeah I know I'll, like I'll it, watch it yeah. But it was uh, those are the things that interest me when you ask me to watch the stupid fucking you know, Tinder swindler. And we got like an episode in and I was just like, I fucking hate everything to the core, all the roots of what this is about. And I knew you did. I, uh, yeah, you no, 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 uh, you did. I had prefaced that. And I gave it the old college try. Yeah. But I will say this is something that will hold my attention. I'll be interested in even 
even if I kind of know where it's going, I'll, I will watch this one to the end. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I so think, I'll watch this yeah, one. Yeah. Watch it. Re- renew that subscription and watch it for me. And let's do it. Yeah. I need to get on it. I'm going to, I need to call them like tomorrow, get this done. I love how the last one or the one I, we did was the last one with, uh, with, uh, Blackjack Benny was it was or was it the one before that he was? No, in? I think so. Yeah, was that was Blackjack Benny. Yeah, elbow baggins. You had, you had you you made a proclamation and you were like you know HBO is the best one and we were like absolutely and then I love now that you don't have it. Yeah, it's been a couple months and so whenever wifey is not around the house, the thing I loved most about HBO is that I would just throw on season three episode five of The Wire. Right. Like, just immerse myself right back in it like I've been watching every episode. And I miss that because I think HBO is has probably the highest batting average of any of the streaming services. And it's been around forever of any of, any of the streaming services as far as amount of quality content they have on their site. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Netflix, take notes. Netflix, I mean, you're doing what you can. You, you you guys are slipping. You got you got you have to like you know change that 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 model. All uh, right. So before we go here, yep. uh, we have uh, we have another listener. Uh, you know, send us a gift, which we always love. We love the gifts. Yep. You know, being sent to us, guys. Like keep them coming. Uh, it it warms our heart. And this, this was one, overnighted last night. Yeah, this one was this one. We just got this one. We in. just got this one in. We just got this one in, and we love the gifts. They warm our heart. Um, but I believe this one's going to warm our esophagus. Well, let's see here. This is from Bro Brian. This Shout from, out to the Pride of Jack's Beach. This is from Bro Brian. He's uh he's an avid listener, and uh. So we have here. Uh, can you for the AMS? Uh, AMS out there. He bubble wrapped it very responsibly. I don't even know how the fuck I'm going to get into this. You need a knife? Got it? Yeah. Got it? And he also, if you can hear me over this, he has a uh, an account you guys should all follow. Yeah, Sizzling Seacow. And if you, this is... He's a barbecue master. And this on the this is for the record. This is not just so you guys can see it here. This is not a prefabricated uh, sauce of any type. And on the top here, it says the sizzling sea sauce. Sizzling so sizzling sea sauce. Uh, Bro, Bry has he's a, he's a an amazing cook. He has a barbecue company. I, I guess you would call it. Um, they, they they go into competitions. They're yep. about that life. Yeah, it's a and family. It's it's you know it's the family's been doing it for years, and he started his own barbecue thing. It's called Sizzlin' Sea Cow, I believe it's Sizzlin' underscore Sea Cow, something like on that. IG, so pop him a follow. Go find it. Um, his his to be wife, beautiful Cami. She does all the pho- uh, photography and Cooking documentation. With Cam, man. Cooking with Cam. Cooking what, with Cam. That's a great follow too. She's Cooking with Cam. Shout out to she's shout an out to Cam. Influencer. She's what we all want to be. She actually, it was like it was. It's it's actually pretty funny now that you mention it. Uh, Cam Cam did what I think in our heads we all wished we could have done when Instagram came around 
of like getting into it, doing it for the right reasons, being wholesome, like putting good stuff out there. Yeah. She's very artistic in that sense. And she's definitely contributed to the sizzle and sea cows kind of brand as far as like, he just makes really good food and he posts really yeah. good, good pictures. Yeah. And so we have the sizzle and sea sauce here. We're is both going to hot sauce. I don't know. We're both going to take a dip and, and see what we got here. It looks very garlic heavy. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's oh, it um smells amazing. Wow. That's it's very garlic heavy. It's got a kick to it. It's got a kick to it. Oh wow. That's but amazing. But it's it's sweet but it's hot. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh. That dude. um we're going to put some content good together. Good job, my guy. That's we're gonna, really fucking good. We're going to cook some food with this stuff um, because this is actually really... Re I, I oh, wish... toss my wings in that, dude. I wish this it's was... It's got a green color. It's not your typical... It's like a habanero. No, no. Know? Yeah, I a think... Jalapeno, it, I can like, actually tell you. I think that is habanero. I'll top on that. I don't want to, you know... Yeah. I would I would almost tell you right now that's definitely habanero. Um, that's good. We're going to put some content together Bro, where we cook some... are you selling some... that? Dude, you, yeah. if you're selling... Let, let me know if you're selling that because let's push that. That's nice. That sizzling sea sauce is is actually official and we might have to actually do... I like um, that. ...something where we go live and do some food while we're podcasting. Yeah, yeah. And, and put some of that on there because it's got a really good taste. Wow, that's really good. That's... I actually wanted it to be dog shit and then us to say how good it so was. So did I. Like, I wanted it I to can't. be bad. I can't, it's though. actually very, very I can't good. shit. No. You know? Yeah. I'm backed up. I need prunes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I can't shit. Actually, I want to bring that up. You said back in the day that you would do the, how's your day looking? And you would look in the toilet to see how your day's going. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. But my question is, don't you know on the way out how your day's going? Isn't that truly how your day went? Uh, when it's actually... When it's coming out? Yes. Um, it's not what's actually the and, and the reason I say this is it's not it's not what's in there when you're done. It's the process of how it got out. It's not it's not this size. It's the motion of the ocean. Well, that's that that's that's my argument. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, you could have just like a waterlogged, you know, splash fest and you were like, "Oh, that wasn't that bad, but it was it it looks really bad." But uh, your day still went fine. And then there's other times where you had Indian food and now you're just squirting out hot snakes. And and shout out to bro there, because that's his term. And snakes that on a throne. Hot, yeah, hot snakes on a throne. And that's actually, um, yeah. you know, the, the day did not. It, it looks good, but the day was not a good day. You're, you know what? You're right on that. Thank you're you. You're right on that. Right? Yes. And I thought about this as I was... You know, in Taking the in, in the in that process, mm -hmm. and and um, if you had looked at it, my day wouldn't have gone well. But I can tell you, based on the experience, that I had a fantastic day. There you go. See, we you know we we have our takes, we say our things, but we are not. You know, we we are willing to like you know understand our you know uh, what what are they our our bugaboos. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, so, man, I don't want this to end. Me either. This is fun. Do you guys want to do a 24-hour marathon? Should we go? Yeah. I mean, uh, wife, I'll see you tomorrow. She's, uh, I don't, uh, I, I'm not getting behind that uh, one. You know? I'll let you stand in front on that one. You always do. Mm. Um, 
Uh, got episode sixty four is in the books. Uh, like, subscribe, review. Uh, Peacocks and music on Spotify. Go check us out. Go check us out. Um, uh, we uh, let us know if you like this. If you know if it was annoying, you know, you know, we won't do it again. Which we will. We will. If if the majority of people say it's annoying, we're gonna definitely do it. I want there to be an overwhelming number of people that said that they hated it and that they don't want us to do it again so that we specifically do it again. Yeah. And I just want to throw one more nugget in there before we leave. What do you um, got? I want to, I want, I, I, I want to be very selfish here. Okay. And um, if we do have any Levitard listeners on there. Yes. They're now like, you know, being introduced. I want to let you know that. The Cardi V tweet. Oh, yes. The Cardi V tweet. Let, it, let, got, it, let it be known. Expose Cardi, that fraud. The Cardi V tweet that you all saw from Chris Cody that was just, I mean, it's wildfire on the internet right now. It's just viral. It's stupid. They can't put it out. We're in Southern California. The Malibu fucking homes are burning it down. It never rains in Southern that California. Was me. That was you. That was me. That I, was that you. Was, that was my brainchild. Um, you know, I love Chris. I give him all the. St- I give it to him. It doesn't even matter to me. But when I find out after the fact, yeah, you have to that it's wildfire. It's very Stugatsu. I want. I need you to shout me out. Yeah. You know. So Chris, we're expecting. I mean, you to go above and beyond to 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 uh, you know really put us out there. Yeah, because you don't ever. Yeah. You know, you don't ever share it on your story. Nothing. You don't ever, you don't ever. He actually did share this literally on his story that we were doing this. And we've gained followers since, since we actually got on here. So I I will say that although we will, we will, um, you know, indict him on the (laughs) fact that, that he does not do this. He literally did just do this before the episode started, but we're still going to go after you. See you next week. See ya. (laughs) See you guys on the